Good evening, America. This is your podcast host, Cheyenne Montana Lopez for America Everyday Life Radio Podcast Show. Tonight, uh, I'm going to podcast with something different. And this is for uh, all my Facebook friends and followers on Twitter and also my friends that's here in Port Huron. This is to Michael G. Nall and, and to Charles Harris and Lori Hannah Joseph, Angel Brandt, and also to Patty Burelli, and also this area of our guest goes out to my friend Mary Jo Keller. Uh, I'm going to begin a song, which I'm playing. And many of you know the tune is Amazing Grace. It's to let you know there is hope. So, anyway, my friends, also I want to send this broadcast out to Deanna Ransom on Facebook and my sister, and also my sister Lori Kirby, to Eva Rocker down in Tennessee, and also to Allison Jones, and uh, also to Tressa. And also to Patricia Rogal and Rebecca Swearinger and many others. It's just to you who are sick and who are ill, who are suffering grief and also to you who have lost something in tragedy, where it be a fire in your home or loss of personal things. Uh, or loss of jobs. But anyway, uh, tonight I want to speak to you first beginning with a poem to let you know that there is hope. Tonight's subject begins with about hope. For many of you who think they're when things get you down, I want you to know that there is hope. And I'm, I'm going to read you this poem, Out of Hope, by Clay Harrison. Hope is the hope is the wind beneath our wings. When we're afraid to fly, it lifts our spirits when they're low, and comes us when we cry. Hope is the glue that mends the heart that's broken now and then. I encourage us to the fallen to rise and try again. Hope is the bomb that soothes the pain. 
when sorrows come to call, they end it down that heals the hurt and lifts us when we fall. Hope is the start that leads to the way throughout that silent night when dreams have been shattered and, there, and no release in sight. Hope is the prayer that's answered one step at a time when mountains become molehills that we will have to climb. Life always has its ups and downs, for we must learn to cope, for failures are never fatal, as long as there is hope. Now, my friends, that is a beautiful point. Now, we can always have hope when we think we're dark and lost, when we think there's no help, or be trying to recover from a fire you suffered of your house and all of your property that was inside it. Or would it be if you're homeless? Or would it be if you're out of work? Or you suffered the passing of a friend or loved one that you know? I want to encourage you just to go out and smile and give a thumbs up. TSD on Facebook, I recently encourage everyone to smile. Uh, smiles day on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, it's thumbs up. That we support our president and that we're behind him by holding your thumb up and just going out and say you're proud to be an American. No matter where you're a Republican, a Democrat, or Independent, we can all come together for there's hope among divisions. As long as we come together and negotiate for a remedy to settle, we can have peace as a unified peoples. Or we can unify our heart as an individual. When you think you're not able to become a leader to influence, you can be that leader. It takes just one person to change. Or whether you dream a dream to be something, to be successful, or be a songwriter, or be a doctor, or be a lawyer, or whatever you're dreaming, you're in school and you're in uh, college, nothing's impossible for you to open that door to success and to have, to become someone. You, can, you follow your heart. Don't wait till you're too late in life to follow that dream. For the keys only come to your hand once in a lifetime. And that is a talent that's given to you and blessed. For if, when you're sitting back in a rocking chair and you're working that job that you burn out on and you soon grow tired and you want to change, you can have many jobs into one career. Just as I do. I'm a writer. Published. I'm also a songwriter with songwriting contracts. I'm also a photographer. A designer, 
I tried to be an independent recording artist and musician. I tried to be a, which I am a radio podcast host, and I'm a designer for online retail stores. My point to that is you can be all in one career and you never have to burn out or tire, meaning you don't do the same job over and over each day. But that was my dream. I used to work one job and doing the same thing over and over. I got tired of it. And so my dream was to be a writer on a, a journalist. Later on, at the age of 45, I started following that. I lay settled down in me for years. I gave up the work, labor jobs. I worked in the field digging ditches or where they building shelves for a, a, a new Kmart store going up in center Alabama. I worked be working in an outdoor seasonal job temporary for three months or getting in the narrowest a, a tunnel in a cotton mill in Leesburg, Alabama and pushing cotton out of that tunnel with my feet. Now, no matter how many times or restaurant jobs, you can become that. Follow your dream. Now, my friends, when, if you have a, a fire that destroys your house and you think there's no hope of help, I'm here to encourage you that there is hope. Number one, never give up faith in God and always pray. Be thankful for your life. When you are, if you suffer in health, in any health-related issues, there's always hope. There's always hope that a miracle can happen to heal it. Whether it be through medicine, through surgery, or through God, is divine intervention to heal you. Never give up the hope, for it's always there. When you think there's a light and it's there no more, rest assured, if you go through a dark place and you, or if you want to stay in a room dark and hidden, assure assuredly, my friends, you won't want to stay in there because sooner or later that bright light will show. You'll come to that bright light and you'll realize that there's hope. There's hope that keeps you going. There's hope that intrigues you. It brings you about to one thing, to keep on fighting, to never give up. Now, my friends, to our regular subject, I want to talk about two in tonight's broadcast. Now, here we have a weather alert. All the snow from week four ice is gone that we had so heavy. And I shared pictures of it on Facebook or on MeWe. Now, my friends, I want to ask you, why is it cities don't do something about the secondary roads? They'll do something about the major roads. Granny, that's a major Theodore to get through to wherever you gotta go from one point, like from Detroit to Flint. Or from, or from Detroit to the uh, Blue Water Bridge to go to Canada. 
and to come back from there, your destination. But my point to each city, why doesn't each city, like Port Huron here, doesn't care about grading the roads till it's way in a week, and you still have sleet, a snow and freezing rain on it? Why don't they salt the roads? Why don't they salt what they pile up to the curves where it won't cover the drains or the the snow that melts can be cleared to where it can go into the drain? Why don't they pile and clear the sidewalks of snow and why isn't businesses doing better jobs of clearing the sidewalks that's in front of their business? Because handicapped people had to get through too. And that's where if you got walking with a cane, walking with a limp, or if you're in a wheelchair, the law says you can't block access to handicaps way. Well, here in this town, and perhaps in every city across the United States. Cities don't care. Businesses not start caring. Why isn't it that they don't spend enough time to clear those accesses of those sidewalks? Why is it cities when they got snowplow trucks out in that time to clear the roads? Why is it that they don't clear those handicap access ramps or people won't have to walk in a deep snow wearing tennis shoes which is maybe all they got to get up on that sidewalk just to be able to go further to their destination or be go to the store just five blocks away or to town or to even to walk to the grocery store in the neighborhood now, my friends, why is it that the city doesn't do no clearing of that? Even around the stop sign or bus stops, why ain't they clearing it? Why is it that every bus stop has a sign instead of a, a, a enclosed, enclosed booth or bus stops where people can sit in and rest from the winds where, and why is it that they don't have the bottoms of those enclosed in, in where they won't get wet or it be in the summer from rain? Why is it that they can't spend enough if they can go build those bus stops made of glass and steel and spend enough putting glass or plastic glass up? Why can't they spend more to be all the way down to the bottom? Why can't they build doors where people can go in and be able to be out of the cold air? Now, imagine you're sitting there, you got a hood on, and you're freezing to death. That wind is still hitting you and frostbiting you in the winter, freezing your face. There you still get breathing that air. Now, yeah, they'll spend more raising a bridge, a drawbridge, for the smallest of boats. They will, they will even fix in the secondary roads. Now, my friends, I wonder how many of you have the same problem 
your city. Why can't you, the residents of the cities, join, like here in Port Huron, why can't we join one to all to speak up about what's going on? I'm, you're daggone right, I'm upset. I'm very mad at what's going on. Here we have rough roads right here where, where I live at in this town. They can damage your car in the summertime. Now, how about that? It's got piles in it. Piles. And it's right here by a hospital. Now, my friends, and it's not just on these, on these streets. It's like over on the Pier Street. Going down to where you to go to 24th Street or Port Huron Township. Now, it's not just in that area. You got Union Court, Oak, Chestnut Streets, and between them, the Pine, Howard, Wall Streets, uh, Church Street over here, Northside, and North Stone Street, that's in bad shape. But yet, the city here will spend more on resurfacing Pine Grove than they will fixing that. Or they'll fix electric rather than fix this road. And that's the secondary road. Why can't you petition and send it to the mayor, council, or whoever leads your city, including the transportation department, to snowplow those sidewalks or the snowplow occurs for the handicapped person to go up on or, or even to resurface those roads or fix the piles in them on your secondary roads. Now, my friends, they're important too, just as the major roads are. Because you, if you got traffic going on in, more people live, then it's necessary. Why can't they pave a dirt road? Why can't they also make two one-way streets into traffic going down and coming up? Now, that's outdated in most cities. One-way streets are mostly outdated. Drawbridges are mostly outdated. They should build a bridge high enough for a sailboat to go under. When the city was built to begin with, they knew that they had sailboats. And they had to have high mass on those sailboats. The question is, why wasn't it done to begin with? And they wouldn't have had that problem. The truth is, you build a bridge high enough, of, including the pillars, to make it high enough, like a hill, for those sailboats to go under. There's a bridge in Leesburg, Alabama, setting up off of Weiss Lake. It's between going on U.S. Highway 411 from Leesburg to Center. It's high enough for sailboats to go under. And they all have no drawbridge. And Weiss Lake is deeper than St. Carter River. It's even wider. The thing about it is, the bridge is high enough. So if they could have done that, they could have done it to this town. 
those drawbridges. What if you uh, waiting to get across? And you're, or if you're having to go around and and an ambulance and you got that drawbridge up and are and right, going down here in Tenth Street where the other bridge is down and railroad tracks got you backed up with a train on it. Here you can't go around. You have to go around. Let's say ten miles out of the way to go get that person that's sick or had a heart attack and they could die. The cities should not be exempt from prosecution or from a lawsuit. Shouldn't be exempt from a lawsuit for, be because of the potholes tearing up your car or the snow and ice that's on the sidewalks and you're walking and you suddenly fall and you get hurt. It's the city's fault because they're not doing enough to clear those. It's the city's fault because they're not plowing the secondary roads. If a car accident happened on those secondary streets in the city, now they're just as important as the, the major thoroughways through the, through the town or the thoroughway of the freeway. They should be counted too. If you got snow on them and it snows each day, you should snow plow them every day, not once in the moon. It should be every day. Now, ask yourself this. Why can't it be fixed? If I was the city and I seen the snow sidewalks where people couldn't walk was not cleared, it would be fined up to $5,000. If you've got a drawbridge just being raised and waiting for ambulance or blocking traffic from going around to their shopping and costing the city money every day, the city should be fined up to $100,000. Now, my friends, something's got to be done to fix the situation. Not enough has been done. It could be your friend or your loved one or, or even you sitting there waiting to get around to go to the hospital when somebody's sick. Now, my friends, The bridge must be lowered as soon as possible for anyone in an emergency everywhere. And that's every vehicle. Every vehicle. The bridge is raised for the smallest sailboat, the smallest uh, motorized boat, like a flat bottom boat going out in the river, just to go to the river, that should not be raised. The city shouldn't be raising a drawbridge every 15 minutes. It should be one time a day that those sailboats go out and come in. One time in the morning, one time in the evening that they're raised. Instead, it's here in Michigan, Drawbridge is supposed to be raised only every half hour. 
up to an hour. That's the state law in Michigan. But then I follow that state law. I'm sure it's that way in other states if they got drawbridges. And those drawbridges are outdated. Outdated. The motor fails in letting them down. The bridge is left up there stranded and it takes hours and hours. There's, that's that road where a drawbridge is raised has to be closed down. Suppose it's a, two bridges. It's raised it's, and, it's, and, and it fails to let down because it's some motorized condition or the chain in it that raises that concrete and steel. What if it breaks? What if it crashes? Now, what if it, what if it, uh, you're on it, and you're going over it, though, and that bridge collapses. It's a disaster waiting to happen. Something that could be fixed and shouldn't be. Now, my friends, the point of this broadcast no matter how low things are, there's hope. There's hope for a remedy, a hope to make the situation better. No matter where you are or where you go. My friends, we shouldn't be dependent on something like that. We should be, we should be at all times, at all times, Prepare, prepared for something like that. We should be able to stop doing those things. Now, we should be having plan B for plan A or plan C for all of it in case plan A and B fail. We shall have four plans in effect. If you got one back up, it fails. You got the other one to go to, and so on. We're failing to do these things. We're depending on one thing rather than four. True, there's a process. It's a long one. But my friends, we live in God's world. Man, man is trying to solve things for man. We forget to call upon God too often. We forget, we forget so many things. We forget so much, so often. We forget to give thanks for. My friends, in closing tonight's broadcast, are we unworthy? Yes, we are. Look, let's look it around and enjoy the marvelous creation where it be beneath the sun and moon or the silence of the wind when it's softly blowing. We take it for granted. And we're blessed every day of life that we live. For something unworthy is something worthy. How blessed we are we in every way that we are. And look at it this way. For hope every day, there's a new beginning of tomorrow. 
when things today seem bleak, tomorrow is a new day, a new horizon for what we should have. And that's hope. And hope makes it clear. Hope is the answer. I leave, I leave you with this tonight, this thought. Do you have hope too? And my friends, uh, granted here in Michigan, we have in place another heavy snow alert, a winter, uh, winter advisory. Here we are predicted tonight from 1 a.m. to 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon on, on Wednesday. And here it is, February. We know of National Weather Service predicts that we're going to get a mild winter rest away with mild temperatures. And I'll take the 20s and 30s rather than zero temperatures. Now, I'd rather have that any day of the week than, than 30 below wind chill factor or minus 11 temperature. Now, my friends, pray for Michigan. Pray for everywhere this winter goes up. Right now, our temperature here in Portland, Huron, is 24 degrees and overcast. And there will be sleet tomorrow with a chance of freezing rain and a little snow. And our time tonight is 11.59 p.m. Now, my friends, now tomorrow, tomorrow is going to be a new day. No matter how much hope you seem down, no matter how much everything seems down to you, no matter where you are, that there is always a positive hope. And that's you. That's you. Now, I want to share this. Uh, I want to share this with you. A winter weather advisory issued February 5th at 3.43 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until February 6th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by National Weather Service out of Detroit. Genesee, Lapeer, Lenawee, Livingston, Macomb, Monroe, Oakland, Shawassee, St. Clair, Washington, Wayne counties. Freezing rain spreads into southeast Michigan late tonight. Winter weather advisory remains in effect from 1 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time Wednesday. Widespread freezing rain with some sleet is expected to spread across the area tonight through Wednesday morning. There may be a change over to rain before ending in the afternoon due to warming temperatures. Total ice accumulation of one-tenth to one-quarter of an inch expected. Locally, higher amounts will be possible. Portions of southeast Michigan along and south of the I-69 corridor wind from 1 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Wednesday. 
Additional details, treacherous and slick travel conditions are likely, especially on, on untreated roadways, bridges and exit ramps, and overpasses. Motorists should anticipate highly variable driving conditions based on treated versus untreated roadways. Isolated power outages will be possible due to ice accumulations. The winter weather advisory means that periods of snow, sleet, or freezing rain will cause, diff will cause travel difficulties. Expect slippery roads and limited visibilities, and use caution while driving. Now, our forecast for later tonight, again, our temperature is 26 degrees. Winds are uh, 9 miles per hour out of the north. Humidity is 78%. Visibility 6 kilometers. And uh, sunrise tomorrow will be at 7.40 a.m. Sunset at 5.47 p.m. It's presently cloudy. And tomorrow's forecast, tomorrow's forecast will be a high of 30, increasing to uh, 33 in snow. For our next forecast on t on, on Thursday, high temperature will be 46, low 26. That's for the Port Huron area. Friday, high of 28, low of 14 degrees. Saturday, high of 23 degrees, low of 15. Sunday, February 10th, a high of 28, low of 21. And then Monday, February 11th, high of 26, low of 15. That's our weather forecast. Thank you. I'm your radio host, radio podcast host. For America Everyday Life Radio Podcast Show, Cheyenne Montana Lopez broadcasting to you tonight from beautiful Port Huron, Michigan. So long and God bless. Until our next broadcast, stay tuned and listen. God bless you. And I pray that you stay warm and enjoy your time in that God's allowing you to rest. So be careful on roads if you're traveling. God bless. And be sure, don't drink and drive. Don't be smoking pot or marijuana and be getting high and driving. Buckle up and stay safe. God bless. So I'm your radio podcast host, Cheyenne Montana Lopez. So long and good night.